Hello and welcome to the Driver Hire podcast. My name's Tony from Driver Hire Croydon and Sutton. Hello, I'm Gary from Driver Hire in Colchester. We represent two of Driver Hire Nationwide's network of over 100 offices. And we decided to get together to create a series of regular podcasts for people who want to know more about driver hire, but principally to provide hints, tips and tricks to help our drivers be the very best that they can be. Hi Gary, how are you doing? Very well, thank you Tony. Excellent. How's your week been? Oh, it's manic. Where work is really busy. We've got clients doing very well in East Anglia. They've got lots of things going on. And everyone seems to be taking holiday with my clients and my drivers as well. And we can't get enough drivers coming through the door to keep up with everything. Well, so we'll send them all around to you then. Yes, please. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so um, in this episode, we're going to talk about the most misunderstood driver's hours rules. Now, this this isn't um, us giving a great big long list of, of all the rules and regulations. If you need something to help you get to sleep, there's podcasts with dolphin noises and all sorts you can go for without having to listen to a list of driver's hours rules. So what this is about, just picking out those elements that are most often misunderstood. It'll be interesting if we've got the same issues we think will be annoying for your clients and my clients. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, what I did this week was I spoke to uh, a good number of my customers, really just to find out what are the common mistakes that drivers make that sort of cause transport managers the most pain. And, it, and it's those that I want to talk about. Yeah, um, I'd be interested in where we go. I know which one bugs me the most. We'll see what we come across and we'll just discuss them in detail so we can help our drivers and other people's drivers to improve on them. Mm. So the, the thing that came up in every single conversation, well, there's two things that came up in every single conversation. The first of those was about splitting the 45-minute driving break. So what, um, what the EU driver's hours rules say is that uh, you can't drive for more than four and a half hours without taking a 45-minute break. But what it also allows you to do is to take that break in smaller parts. Yes, that would be a 15-minute break and a 30-minute break, as long as you achieve the 45-minute break with them two added together. Yeah. Now, one of the problems that comes with um, with this is the way that digital tachographs work, because digital tachographs um, round the record to the nearest minute. So what that means is if you take a 15-minute break, perhaps you know to the exact second on your watch, um, that might not record as a 15-minute break on the tachograph if the tachograph is rounded down. Um, so the advice that um, we would give is on that first bit, that 15-minute break, take 16 or 17 minutes. And then similarly, when you take the second part of that 45-minute break, take 31, 32, 33 minutes. So therefore, when the tachograph rounds back down, it's not going to dip you under that 30-minute break. Yeah, you're very right there, Tony. So if you take what you think is a 15-minute break, but the TACO's recorded it's 14, when you do a download at the end of the day, your clients go, they've actually failed to take a 45-minute break, full stop. That 14 minutes does not count at, as any break whatsoever. Hmm. So um, so to be clear, then, you don't have to do it as a 15 and 30. Um, 
if you do choose to split the 45 minute break into um, two parts, what you must do though is take the 15 and the 30 in that order. Um, because if you take the 30 first and then the 15, that will show an infringement. So it is a 15 and a 30. Okay. Now, the other thing, I don't know if this came up with um, with your customers, the other thing that, that drivers seem to really confuse is the six-hour rule and the four-and-a-half-hour rule. Do you have the same problem? Oh, this is the biggest tackle infringement I get sent through constantly. That's because they're two different rules, aren't they, Tony? Well, exactly, yeah. So um, I've got a, a massive sympathy for drivers um, on, on this point because there, there's two distinctly separate sets of rules that must be complied with at the same time. So the first rule is um, the EU driver's hours rules, which relate to driving time, rest and breaks. And then there's the road transport working time regulations, which deal with working time. Um, so it doesn't distinguish between elements of time spent driving and elements of time perhaps spent loading. So where that comes in is many, many of our customers will do a lot of unloading work. So we do uh, lots of work for builders, merchants, um, people supplying to construction industry. So uh, quite often a lot of deliveries. And it's very, very rare um, that drivers will have driven more than four and a half hours. In fact, I'd say it's almost non-existent that a driver of ours will have driven more than four and a half hours in the first six hours of their working day. So what that means is under the road transport working time regulations, this combination of driving and other non-driving work cannot exceed more than six hours without the driver taking a break. Um, and it's that rule that our drivers bump into long before they bump into the four and a half hour driving time rule yeah this is the one that confuses everyone where i often get a call from a client saying your driver's stopped after four and a half hours why have they stopped after four and a half hours when you speak to them you find out they've actually done about two hours driving mm -hmm. and they don't need to take a break at half past 10 in the morning and mm -hmm. um, if they started at six they need to take a working time directed break which is a 30 minute break before six hours which can be split into two 15s. So um, one of the customers I was speaking to, he, he has a really handy tip for his drivers, which I quite like, actually. So they start at seven in the morning. Um, they've, they've never had a driver that's driven four and a half hours in, in one day because it's, it's, um, it's, you know, it's London. Uh, they're doing 12, 18, sometimes 20 deliveries a day, double man. So there's lots of loading time. Um, and the mileage is very short. So they just don't do four and a half hours driving in a day. So the, the big thing for him is making sure that his, his crews comply uh, with, that, with that six hour break. And what he does, he quite simply asks them to set an alarm on their phone. So they start at seven, it's, it's up past 12 um, when the alarm's set for or set a timer for five and a half hours. And then when that alarm goes off, they know they've got half an hour to find somewhere to stop. And of course in London, it can take half an hour uh, to find somewhere to stop. Um, it's it's not perhaps like trunking up the A1 where there's a you know there's a lot of laybys one after the other. Um, there's a there's a bit more work to be done to find somewhere. So so that kind of half hour warning helps, and that uh, that seems to work really well for them. So I think that's quite a good tip. Yes, a great little tip that is. The um, the other one that came up a lot is, um, is I think it's quite funny because it's the misunderstanding of a rule that doesn't exist. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you've got to be talking about here, Tony. You've got to be talking about this 15-hour day. I don't know, there's 15 hours and a 24-hour clock. <laughs> yes. So we're, talk, we're talking about, drivers commonly call it the 15-hour spread over. So this, um, it, it's not, you, know, you, can, you can read the driver's hours rules, cover to cover, back to front, upside down. You're not going to find mention of the 15-hour spread over or the 15-hour day in there. So it's actually born out of the daily rest period requirements and the regular daily rest period is is 11 hours a day um, and a driver may reduce that down to nine hours as a minimum on up to three occasions between two weekly rest periods so you know if, if you always took your weekly rest period at a weekend you know that would be three times in a week but obviously some drivers take weekly rest periods at, at different times so what that means in practice is if you work and you ever go over 13 hours in one day, just by virtue of the fact that now you can't fit an 11 hour daily rest period in, uh, and there's only 24 hours in a day, um, you now can't get a daily rest period, a regular daily rest period into that day. Um, So therefore you now have a reduced daily rest period, um, whether you like it or not. So anytime you go over 13 hours, you've used one of your, three allowable reduced daily rest periods but in no circumstances could you ever work more than 15 because because you can't have less than nine hours rest in any 24-hour period yeah i think you've got that spot on there tony the biggest issue in all this tony is what type of work you're doing Mm. different sectors will cause different issues for example the container drivers they won't be thinking about a working time directive break because they're doing long distance lorry driving. They get on site. They're often sitting there way over 45 minutes while their containers being tipped. And then we go into the sectors where majority of our drivers are going to, such as the builders, merchants, pallet networks and other things we've discussed. Mm, you know, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. So I think that's really good, Gary. We, you know, we, we've talked about the um, the most common problems that people have with um, the two two different sets of rules. What I would say is, um, as I said at the beginning, if anybody wants literature and detailed information on this, you know, we, we've got we've got that in bundles to send out if people need it. But also on a on a, on a daily basis, hour by hour, any any driver of ours that's out there that's got a got a, a worry, a concern, a question, call us and we'll help. Yep, I'm always available to take a call and advise them. The rules are in depth. They get misinterpreted. Just give us a call. I will happily discuss it and give them a simple answer how to do their job correctly. Brilliant. For, for those listening, if you've enjoyed this, then please do rate, review and subscribe. Um, that will certainly help the algorithms. So thank you very much indeed, Gary, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Lovely, Tony. You've been listening to the Driver Hire podcast, and thank you very much. And as goodbye from myself, Gary Richards at the Colchester office. And from me, Tony Gosher from the Croydon and Sutton office. If you'd like to get in touch with us, along with all the other Driver Hire offices, you can find us at driverhire.co.uk. Thank you very much for your time. Bye bye. <laughs>